It is the Reef Lords Pod Academy, the 24th episode. And as always, I'm joined by Dora Lou. Can you believe it, Dora? Two years of, of doing these podcasts. And I remember when I sat and chatted to you, you said, I don't know if we're going to have enough content to do for like even three months or six months. And a year seemed a lot. We're two years in now. Yeah, time really, really flies. And you're right. Um, at the beginning of doing this, I mean, we thought we would run out of content. But as we go, I just thought, you know, there are more and more stuff that we can talk about. And it's very relevant because the market is changing all the time, you know. And then we're sort of um, doing our content according to the change of the market, which is amazing. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we, we, we're very fortunate that... Uh... Um, your people who've, who've interacted with Reef Lords before, um, people who may interact are actually listening. And, and I love that. I love the fact that they're engaged and they do ask questions. So yeah, uh, yeah. I think well done. Hats off to Reef Lords for, for a great initiative. Now today, episode 24, we're going to be talking about something that is to me fascinating. And I've, I've found it fascinating um, for many years now. And the, what we're talking about today is, shall I fix my interest rate? Now, this is something that, that people will talk about. Now, I purchased a house in the 80s. I think it was in the 80s. Well, 80s, mm -hmm. early 90s. And we purchased it and this question came up and was like, do you fix the interest rate? Do you not fix the interest rate? And that was at a time when the interest rates went insane. And I'm talking like into double digits. And <laughs> yeah. we, we hadn't fixed our interest rate. And let me tell you, the additional money that we had to come up with every month just to afford those bond repayments was scary. But then, mm. on the other hand, you know, you kind of fix your interest rate and, and, and it, it is high. It's at a high interest rate. And then it starts to come down and then you kick yourself. So let's, yeah. let's, let's get into this, okay? Because as you know, I mean, buying a home, it's probably the biggest investment we're ever going to make. And a lot of us do it with a home loan. So one of the things that we've spoken about uh, Dora, is is this need to budget for your mm. monthly repayment. Now, as I understand it, there are two options that we can go for, which I've discussed, fixed or sliding. Is, is that correct? Yeah, fixed or variable, fixed or sliding, however you call it. Uh, but yeah, these are the two options. Okay, now... I've heard a lot of things, and this is where I like Reflords to help us out. Um, you know, if, you, if you're watching on television or listening on the radio or whatever, we often hear economists talking about a repo rate and a prime lending rate. Now, to mm. me, the repo rate, I, I, when I hear repo, I immediately think that they're coming to take your house away from you. Yeah. Um, so, so clarify that for me. What, what is the repo rate and a prime lending rate? Yeah, it's good that you mention, and then it's very helpful to actually know the difference between them. Uh, repo rate is basically set by the South African Reserve Bank, uh, at which the rate they lend to the commercial banks. 
For example, SMB, APSA, Standard Bank, and NetBank are some of the commercial banks in South Africa. The repo rate is set by SAAB, you know, at which rates they lend to these banks, okay? And then prime lending rate, on the other hand, uh, is the rate at which these commercial banks lend to consumers. The consumers could be home buyers, you know, like you and me, all right? So, um, and then a very important to note is that prime lending rates is uh, always higher than the repo rate, simply because the banks have running costs to cover and they need to make certain profits over and above, right? So, um, at the moment, the, uh, the, the prime lending rate in South Africa is 7.75%. Okay. Now, this is, this is interesting. So the repo, repo rate is the, 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 um, the rate that the banks get if they borrow money from the reserve bank. And then mm -hmm. prime is the, the, the general lending rate because, um, we, we, we need to also just clarify this a little bit. Um, because, your your rates that you get from the bank or, or or you know one of these these um other bond companies can depend a lot on your credit score can't it so you can get prime minus something if you like i've i've heard that that happens somewhere i've never really actually experienced a prime minus anything or prime plus so yeah. they could give you prime plus 1 prime plus 2 whatever the case may be um, mm. that, that's a thing, hey, and it's based on, I guess, your, your credit record. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're a bank employee, um, if you're lucky, then you do get prime minus 2.5, you know, uh, for, for your primary, uh, residence, uh, let's say for your, your, for your first house that you're buying. Um, and then, you know, it depends on your credit score, like you said, Dave, um, the, the, the fluctuation can vary a lot. It could be prime plus five. It could be plus, uh, prime plus two. It could also be prime minus if you're in the very good credit record. And then obviously you build up to that, you know. Um, yeah, so for first-time home buyers, usually what you get is prime plus. All right. However, at the moment, these commercial banks have healthy competition, uh, but, uh, you know, amongst each other. Uh, to compete the rate against each other. So you do have that, you know, upper hand in, um, selecting which bank you, you're going for. So, so, so the first prize is obviously to compare across all commercial banks, um, and see who offers the best, the best. Now is that, is that what one of those bond originating companies do? I know that yes. you, work, you work very closely with, with, with one of them. So would they then go yeah. and have a look and, and try and get you the best deal? And I mean, if it's not the best deal, is it worthwhile going uh, back and saying, look, you know, can you drop it by? Because when you talk about it initially, and I remember mm. buying one of my cars and I was like, it's prime plus whatever. And I'm like, oh, it's a couple of percentage. <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. But, you know, a car is a little different from a house because mm. one or two percentage points when you're buying a house for a million plus, it works out quite expensive. So, so is there room to ask at least for a better rate? Yes. yes. And then that's what, uh, uh, our bond originators do. And a lot of customers are now, you know, getting very smart with this. Uh, when they get their, um, uh, approval in principle, they go back to their own bank and then see, 
listen, I've got this AIP, will you be able to compete this? And then most likely you will be able to gain um, a few base points, you know, uh, of advantage from, from your, your, your banks. So yeah, it's really the right thing to do. And I think, you know, it's buyer's market. Uh, banks are competing for business. Yeah, so, so never only go to one bank, go to multiple. Okay, right. Now, now we move on to the important things though, Dora. So I'm now deciding and I want to buy, buy a house. Um, and these options get put to me. So fixed interest rate or a variable rate. What do we need to consider? Because um, I, I, I think there's pros and cons to both. So let's let's have a look at that. Um, I think probably it's important for us to first understand what is fixed interest rate and what is variable rate, right? So fixed interest rate means um, your interest rate will stay the same for an initial period, usually maximum of five years without fluctuations, regardless whether the prime lending rate is, um, has changed, whether going up or going down. Okay, Your rate will stay the same for that initial period, um, meaning obviously you will be paying the same amount of monthly installment until that initial period lapses, okay? However, you need to bear in mind that you can only apply for fixed interest rate after your property has been registered, after your bond has been registered, okay? Um, so after your bond is registered, then you negotiate with the bank and then see the option of um, uh, uh, migrating you onto in uh, fixed interest rate, okay? So then the bank will come back with the term, all right? It's not going to be your full long term. It's usually maximum five years, okay? So once that five years lapses, you need to then renegotiate your interest rate with the bank. And obviously, that depends on how the interest rate is performing at that uh, um, uh, at the time, you know, at the time you re renegotiate. Okay, because on, 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 the, on the surface here, you know, I would go, yes, I think I needed a fixed interest rate, then I know exactly what I'm going to budget for each month. Um, but do I understand correctly? I mean, let's say, as an example, um, on, on your variable interest rate, the, the bank was going to give you mm. prime plus two but then you want a fixed interest rate, they're not going to necessarily say, well, we'll keep it at prime plus two. It's generally a bit higher, isn't it? Yeah, generally a bit higher um, because banks see that as a higher risk profile, um, if I may put it that way, because they would, they, they, they would not be able to predict longer than that initial period that they've given you on the fixed rate. What if the market really does very, very badly after five years? What are they going to do? They, they won't, they, they won't put them in a position to run into a loss. You know what I mean? Mm, the banks always win. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> contrasting then that uh, variable interest rates, what are those all about? The variable interest rates, um, as its name suggests, it fluctuates with prime rates. Okay, so if the prime lending rate goes up, your monthly installment goes up. If the prime rate goes down, uh, your installment goes down with it. Okay, so it, it changes. And all home buyers 
have already experienced that change in the past quarter of the year, right? Because ever since um, late 2021, the interest rate has been hiking uh, from 7% to now 7.75% prime lending rate. Okay. So it had increased, you know, 75 base points um, over the past, let's say, five, six months. Right? So the purpose of um, having the uh, ripple rate or prime lending rate increase is to combat the inflation rate in the country. Okay. And uh, we, in, in our previous uh, forecast for 2022, we forecast that the interest rate will go up to 8% this year. However, with the, you know, with the war going on in Ukraine and Russia, this might not sit there. You know, the inflation could be even higher. So we might even predict a higher, you know, interest rate, uh, in the, in the coming months. Um, so, so yeah, but like in this case, for those, uh, for those home buyers who got fixed interest rates, it would not affect them a bit for the initial period, right? But for those who are on variable rates, um, their installment would have changed quite significantly. Hence, I suppose it's, it's, and, and you've said this before, it's, it's vitally important that you work out your affordability because you know, if, if, you, if your bond repayment is 15,000 rand a month, for example, and you go, oh, okay. Yeah. We can, if, if nothing else changes, we can afford 15,000 rand a month. And then suddenly they change, uh, the repo rate. Suddenly you might be looking at 15 and a half or 16,000 a month. Um, and mm. if you hadn't planned for that, that you could, you could land yourself in some trouble there. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Okay, because I know I know mm -hmm. that uh, like you guys, you said you forecast and and you would then say to potential clients, listen, you need to be able to budget for this repo rate going up and down. We think it could be at eight percent in this year or higher. So they need to take that into account. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. All right. Okay. Now pros and cons, Dora, because. In in my head right now, I'm sitting trying to go. Okay, so you know, do I do I? This is this is like it's a bad analogy, but it's like going to the casino. What are your chances of winning, and what are your chances of losing? But I guess <laughs> you know, it's something that you would you would need to take into account. So so give give us some pros and cons. Yeah. So okay, I'm going to start with the pros of fixed rates. Okay, so the advantage of having fixed rates is that, obviously, like we suggested, when the prime goes up, your rates will stay the same. So you won't pay more. However, like you said uh, earlier, Dave, if uh, the prime goes down, obviously you kick yourself <laughs> because because you don't you don't necessarily gain the advantage of paying less. However, another pro of fixed rates is that you can also budget accurately because of this, right? You can budget accurately for at least that initial um, um, period that the, 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 the bank grants you on fixed rate. Mm, um, yeah. Some of the disadvantages that you would get with fixed rates is that you can only apply for it after your bond is registered, meaning you would not know until your bond is registered to know what the fixed rate you will get 
from the bank. Okay, so sort of like, you know, you, you wouldn't be exactly planning uh, what you will be paying before you buy the property on fixed rates, right? And fixed rates is usually higher than, um, than the variable rate. Okay, because like I said, uh, banks see that as a higher risk. Um, and another, you know, con for fixed rates is that you, you will never get fixed rates on your full long term. So, so if you, your long term is 20 years or even 30 years, the banks will probably only look at three years or five years on, you know, on fixed rates. And after that, you will have to renegotiate with them. Um, and then I think you you have the option to go with variable interest rates after the, the the initial period. Okay, so it's all it all depends on how it comes down to you know when you renegotiate with banks. You know, mm. so these are the pros and cons of fixed rates. Okay. Um, yeah. So if we can jump on to variable rates, uh, what are the advantages and disadvantages? So the pros of uh, variable rates is that if the prime goes down, your installment goes down with it, and most likely lower than the fixed rate you will ever get. Okay, um, but the con uh, would obviously be the tail side of the coin, and if the prime goes up, you're, you you pay more on your installment. Okay, and it's very hard to budget accurately um, because when the prime rate actually hikes. It usually hikes 25 base points at a time, sometimes even 50 base points at a time. And then that is going to impact your monthly installment. Uh, depending on your long value, um, the, you know, obviously the, the, the installment, uh, um, figure changes, right? So if we take, for example, a million rand house on a 25 base point or 0.25% increase on the prime lending rate, if you're on variable interest rate, you're probably looking at paying 200 to 300 rand more, okay, on your on your installment, which doesn't sound too bad, um, but but you know if um, it it does add up, right? So if it goes up from seven percent to eight percent, like how we forecasted, you are looking at about a thousand rand, um, or just a bit less than a thousand rand on your installment. Mm. Now, so, some, yeah, it can be hard to budget. Yeah, but now somebody told me a while ago, and I don't know if this if this still happens or if it can happen, but uh, if you are um, on a variable interest rate and the rates go down, uh, they suggested that you keep putting the same amount of money into your bond every month because then you've got the advantage of uh, your bond maybe getting paid off a little quicker, but also if the rates you know, kind of hike back again, at least you're comfortable at that level. Um, Is that something know, that, that yes. you can do these days? I don't know. You can. You can obviously manually deposit money into your bond account, um, but usually it goes off debit order. Right? So um, I, I would say 99% of the homeowners, they wouldn't, you know, put in more than what they need at the time. Um, but it's obviously a very good advice from your friend um, that you should uh, keep it afloat, even if the rate is a bit lower. Bear in mind for the for the very first, let's say if your long term is about 20 years, for the very first uh, um, 
period of let's say five years, you're mainly paying the interest back to the uh, to the banks, not necessarily the purchase price of the actual property, because banks want to get their profit back first before you know they they uh, you you pay back the asset value. Ah, uh, the banks, the banks, yes, <laughs> that, that whole idea. And it's the same with the car purchase. I mean. You, know, you end up paying the interest back first and and, and yeah. not anything else. It's like life insurance. I, I once said to my insurance broker, listen, take this life insurance out and uh, when uh, whatever happens on this retirement uh, annuity and then at the age of, let's say, 55 or 60, 65 or whatever, you're going to pay me X amount of money. Yep. So I said, well, mm. why can't you just pay the money up front and I'll guarantee to pay the premiums every <laughs> month? And they, they didn't like that idea. Anyway, Dora, does, does Reflords have some advice in terms of this? I mean, you guys deal with this every single day. So, so what would you suggest? Yeah, look, most of our home buyers, they stick on variable rates, uh, um, you know, as far as I remember. And then, but our advice for, for home buyers out there is that rather do seek the opportunity of fixed rates. And once you receive an offer from the bank, you can decide better for yourself, right? Um, and especially if you look at the economy at the moment, uh, the wars that are going on, the COVID that, you know, that most of the countries still have to recover from, um, the, the uh, very strict lockdown policies in China, these all pose very um, negative impact onto the economy. So very likely the the, the ripple rate is still gonna go up. Um, the prime lending rate is still gonna go up to combat the inflation that South Africa is gonna likely have in the coming years. So so maybe do seek the opportunity uh, to look at fixed rates from the bank if you ever get that offer. Um, and decide for yourself, you know, if it's worth a while um, to take that gamble, <laughs> if I'm going to put it that way. Yeah, I think that's very sound advice. And, and on that note, uh, it's uh, time for us to wrap up uh, this particular episode of the Refloods Pod Academy. Uh, if somebody's got any questions that are related to the interest rates, prime, variable, fixed, all of those things, or anything property related, can they get hold of you guys? Yes, of course. Um, please feel free to drop us an email on terry at refloods.co.za, spelled as T-E-R-R-Y at refloods.co.za, or you can leave us a message on our social media platforms such as Facebook and LinkedIn page, Refloods Property Development. Yeah, I must say your pages are, are quite active and you guys do get back to people there. So it's Terry, T-E-R-R-Y at reflords.co.za uh, and then the Facebook or, or the LinkedIn pages, as we've said. Jory, thank you so much. It's been great having a chat to you. Thank you, Dave. Likewise. There we go. As I said, wrapping it up, uh, the Reflords Pod Academy. Think home. Think Reflords. <laughs>